1: Well, hello, I'm David Freeman with Is That Really in the Bible? I think you've heard about this Duck Dynasty. Uh, Phil Robertson, he voiced his opinion. He uh, actually, I think he quoted the Bible in his own words or whatever, and boy, is he in a heap of trouble. I tell you, it is unreal. You can't even voice your own opinion anymore. I mean, what's the difference between a person saying i believe homosexuality is wrong and the homosexual saying i believe i was born that way i mean don't aren't we entitled to our opinions i mean but, but i guess phil was quoting the bible man that's what people got upset about you know they're well they're, they're quoting the he's quoting the bible we can't have that i'm not for sure what's going on but i just think people blow stuff out of out of proportion. Now, the scripture that he was referencing is uh, 1 Corinthians 6 and verse nine. It says, do you not know that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Okay, we're, we're dealing with a people that are listed as unrighteous. Well, what is it? He says, be not deceived, neither fornicators, okay, that's one area, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor abusers, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Well, that's a big, long, ugly list of sins right there. But, you know, I mean, that, that's one of the, what he was referring to there is a scripture in the Bible that says these kinds of people that do these things are not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Did you notice it also mentioned that people co- that commit adultery are not going to inherit the kingdom of God either? And we sort of miss that sometimes, that, that God places homosexuality and people that commit adultery, people that cheat on their wives, you know, it put, puts them in the same boat together right there. They're not, they have one thing in common. They're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. Well, Phil Robertson was on uh, the Bill O'Reilly show, and. You know, I I tell you, if I hear this statement one more time, I'm going to throw up. Another Christian, and and Bill O'Reilly said something about, well, you know, we're not supposed to judge, or judge not that you be not judged. I tell you, when are Christians going to educate themselves in the Bible and and understand that we are supposed to judge righteous judgment? No, you're not supposed to judge without the facts. But when you got the facts, or when you got God on your side i mean is it judging to quote the bible was it judging for phil robertson to quote the bible that says homosexuals are not going to be in the kingdom of god is that judging no you're just repeating you're just agreeing with god i tell you i I don't know what is going on here with this this idiotic concept that we can't look at something that god says is right and we can't look at something that god says is wrong and agree with god that's not judging okay but anyway, you know, this verse, now I want you to notice this verse one more time. I just want to point this out. Look at this. It says, don't be deceived. It says, uh, fornicators, and, but notice it says, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals uh, shall inherit the kingdom of God. Now, why is there no uproar among Christians about adultery? After all, adultery is the hallmark sin of America. It really is. I mean, it is so common It's a part of our society. We have assimilated adultery as a part of our society. And I think that's the reason you don't hear any uproar about it. It's because we have legitimized it. We have justified it. It is in church. It's out of church. The divorce rate among Christians is the same as unbelievers, about 50%. And so it's a part, we have assimilated this sin of adultery into our society. And that's why Christians don't talk about it because it's, it's part of us now. It's part of America's culture now. Adultery, yes. Did you know at one time in the 50s that you, a man and woman who were gonna rent a motel room had to show a certificate of, of marriage yeah, back in the 50s. And of course, then you would go from the 60s, the hippie generation, Woodstock and free love and, and don't make, you know, make love, not war. And, 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 and then you come to our society today where it's just a part of our society. And I think that's what Christians are wanting to avoid, uh, not allowing homosexuality to, to become a part, to be assimilated into society. Because really, when you think about it, homosexuality is the last sin that we will legitimize or justify as a nation. Once we assimilate that into our culture, and I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Give it 20, 25 years, and homosexuality will be assimilated into our culture. It's going to happen. I guarantee you that. But uh, once it does, there's really not much left to say. I mean, there goes the family. There goes functionality. There goes God's ideal, his perfect design of a husband and wife and heterosexual marriage. There, there There goes the family system right there once you assimilate that into your culture. And I think that's why a lot of Christians are in such an uproar about this subject, and they should be, they should be. Um, Now, why would I say that homosexuality is the last sin that we will justify as a nation? I say that based on the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, uh, the Sodomites of the town came to Lot's house and they said, let us in that we may know that we may have sex with those men that came into your house. Now, they didn't know that they were angels that came to Lot's house to rescue him because God was about to destroy the town. But, uh, and, and I, I don't know what, I've never asked a homosexual what they do when it comes to sex, but whatever they do, I'm not sure I wanna know, by the way, but whatever they do, they wanted to do that to those men that came into Lot's house. Now Lot comes out and he says, uh, "Don't do this wicked thing. Here I have two virginal daughters who have never known men." Now I, I think I misspoke one time, because I, I, I didn't understand how could a father say that. But you know, but but truth of the matter is, I, I think Lot had any kind of fatherly love. You know, daughters are precious. Okay, they really are to a father. And uh, I think basically what he was thinking was, he knew those men didn't want his daughters. That's how far they had gotten to. There wasn't a chance that they were gonna take the women. In other words, what I'm saying is at this point, the jig was up, God's ideal was was forfeited, and there was nothing, you know. and, And so when we come to this as a nation, where homosexuality is legitimized, justified, uh, it 's incorporated into your society. Uh, when we come to this there's not any I mean the jig is up. The only thing we 'll have in common is the fire down below, you know or the fire from above is the only thing we 're going to have in common when that point comes and we 're getting there we 're getting there okay uh Hollywood, someone in Hollywood said that Robertson from Duck Dynasty would more than likely be reinstated to TV Perhaps after, and I'm sort of quoting here, perhaps after making a heartfelt apology. Oh, that's enough to make you throw up right there. A heartfelt apology. I mean, apologize for what? Quoting the Bible? Apologize for what? Agreeing with God? I tell you, if if Robertson apologizes, he ought to be thrown off television permanently. He ought to be kicked off the globe, you know, the earth he ought to be kicked off the earth planet earth if he apologizes no not so you know now you know i really don't have any problems with homosexuals that that, that, i mean if if they're willing to look at those statistics that third that the average life expectancy is 38 to 40 years old and take their chance at that that's their choice I think it's interesting that, that, that the life expectancy, 38 to 40 years old, and you can get that from the Gay and Lesbian website. Uh, it's the same life expectancy of people in the porn industry, pornography, people that are in that full time. Their life expectancy is 38 to 40 years of age because they're both engrossed in the same kind of perversions of oral and anal sex and multiple partners. Uh, but that, that's, that's enough to blow your mind right there. But, but if people are willing to che- take their chances and choose that, then that's up to them. You know, I don't have any problem with a homosexual that says they're born that way, if that's what you want to believe. But the the point is, whether you're talking about homosexuals or people that go around committing adultery, regardless of whether you're born that way or not, you're not going to be in the kingdom of God. You know, if you're engaged in adultery, if that's your lifestyle, you're not going to be there, is the point. The good news is this. Change is possible by the grace of God. And, um, you know, one of the things you want to do when it comes to change is admit that, you know, you have a problem. That's the first step, you know, to admit that you have a problem. But change is possible by the grace of God. And you can change the man or the woman in the mirror by the power of God's Holy Spirit by having the Holy Spirit of God in your life. You can change these addictions, whatever they are, these lifestyles, you can change that. But if you don't, If you choose not to change, and again, that's a choice, if you choose not to change, you're not going to inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what's really in your Bible, and no apologies.
0: Is it possible for you to overcome a sin that is destroying your life? Is it possible for you to be a winner at life instead of a loser? Jesus told a woman caught in the sin of adultery to go and sin no more. It's only possible if you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of you. Learn the step-by-step process for receiving the Spirit of God. Order your two free magazines, Why You Need the Spirit of God and Should You Be Baptized. Having the Spirit of God makes the impossible possible. Order by writing to... Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. Also, check us out on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.com. So maybe you
1: you saw this on TV the Rose Parade out California on a float two men getting married that was part of the parade two men two men getting married I mean I I don't know what statement as Americans are we even trying to make by promoting this abomination I mean I mean I don't even know I mean is it for the children is it for the family system is it for I mean what are we trying who are we trying to appease? Are we trying to appease the less than one percent? or I mean, I don't know what percent of, the, our, of Americans are homosexuals, but I don't think it's some great percentage. I mean, why are we trying to appease the minority? You know I mean, I, mean, I don't know what kind of statement we're even trying to make by allowing this in a, in a parade. I mean this, this is unreal. And I, my understanding that a lot of the networks actually turned their cameras away and didn't record the abomination. And thank God for that. But anyway, now here's the thing. Is, is homosexuality the worst sin of all? No, it's not really. I mean, God looks at all sins the same. Be it, be it adultery, homosexuality, murder, uh, stealing, whatever, it's not the worst sin. It's just, it's, like I said, it's the last sin as a nation that we will justify. It, homosexuality will be the last sin that we justify as a nation. Now let's take a look at, before the hammer came down with Sodom and Gomorrah, there's, there's a scripture in Ezekiel that tells what what led up to the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. And we know the story, I already went through the story about Lot and uh, the, the, the men that surrounded the house and wanted in there to have sex with these men that were actually angels, already told that story. But, but uh, in Ezekiel 16 and verse 49 says this. It says, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Okay, pride, fullness of bread, and abundance of idleness was in her and her daughter. Neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy And they were haughty and committed abomination before me. Therefore I took them away as I saw good. Now this is sort of some insight on what led up to ultimately justifying, legitimizing homosexuality. But it wasn't just that. It was a series of sins that led up to that. And here's what it mentions in Ezekiel 16, verse 49. It mentions pride, American pride. Sometimes I I sort of cringe when I see that. Pride, I mean, I guess it's okay to be proud of certain things, but as we look at our nation, as we look at the FBI crime clock, as we look at our entertainment, (laughs) music... uh, Perversion of every type. It's not much to be proud about, is it? Our work ethic. Uh, What work work ethic? I mean, what happened then? Uh, What are we producing anymore as a nation? What do we make anymore? Um, What are we good at? It's just some things to think about. Okay, pride. Fullness of bread. Hmm, remember what that describes us. Does it not? Blessing, blessing, just fullness, fullness. I mean, look at the average weight of the American. What is he? I mean, how much overweight are they? Uh, abundance of idleness was in her. Abundance of idleness. Just too much time on your hands. non-productive. You know, six days shall you labor. The seventh is the Sabbath. You're supposed to rest on that day. But just abundance of idleness. Just you know, just, that's idle time, too much time on the computer, too much time in the whirlpool, too much time on vacation, too much time just doing nothing, non-productive, you know. Uh, neither did she strengthen the hand of the poor and needy, and that's another story right there. They were haughty, well, just look how some people dress, uh, they, and they committed abomination. Well, just look at the Rose Parade and then the homosexuals getting married you want to talk about abomination there it is okay and all this led to the destruction of sodom where god says enough is enough i can't tolerate it anymore so how close are we i don't know i've gotten some some letters and emails from some of the youtube videos that i do and they I, i speculate 20 25 years and someone said well i think we're a lot closer to that uh, that is to the return of Christ and where He puts an end to this madness. And I hope we are a lot closer. I hope, I hope Christ returns tonight. I hope. I don't know. I know He's not going to return tonight, but, but there are events that have to take place. But I, you know, listen. We live in exciting times. To live in, in a time when Christ is going to return and set up His kingdom on this earth, you couldn't live at a better time. I wouldn't trade the time in which I live for any other time period because I believe that we're living in those last days. And it's exciting to realize who's coming back and who's gonna make things right and who's gonna put down all the evil and perversion that we seem to be obsessed with. All right, when will we assimilate this perversion as, as normal? Well, we're getting there already. I mean, we're, it's already happening. It's already happening. You've got to realize that. I just, on the internet, I saw this warning about sex trafficking at the Super Bowl in New Jersey. About, I mean, it was like it was, you know, I didn't know anything about that. But they just talk about this is a bit, that, that, not all people go for the football game. A lot of people go for trafficking in sexual be it uh, you know who knows what it may be Um, sometimes illicit you know sexual relationship with children uh, prostitutes uh, homosexuality uh, gay lesbian whatever but you know I mean this is a big problem that they're saying is a huge problem sex trafficking at the Super Bowl in New Jersey yeah I mean you know, we want to have our cake and eat it too. We just, we just love our gross perversions, don't we? We really do. And we're going to pay dearly for this. But, you know, the real problem is not, I mean, serious. The real problem is not homosexuality. The real problem is not adultery. The real problem is not sex, uh, trafficking, or murder, or liars, or... These are all just symptoms. The real problem is sin. That's the real problem. Sin. Sin. Now, I want to just consider this subject for a moment. I want to look at the first time that word sin occurred. It's where Cain killed Abel. I'm reading through from God's Word translation in Genesis 4 and verse 7. After, uh, <clears throat> after Cain had killed Abel, uh, he says, Now, if you do well, won't you be, able, won't you be accepted? But if you don't do well, sin is lying outside your door ready to attack. It wants to control you, that is sin, but you must master it. Now that's a fast, I don't, I don't know if you'll ever hear that in church or not. When it comes to the subject of sin, it says, God says, you've got to master your sin problem. You know, God offers us forgiveness of our past sins. He wipes the slate clean. But this little verse in verse Genesis 4 and verse 7, it says... It, that is sin, wants to control you, but you must master it. Listen, you've got to master your emotions. You've got to master your desires. You've got to master your sin. Now, how do you do it? Is it possible? Yeah, it is possible, but it's only possible through the power of God's Holy Spirit dwelling inside of you. That's the only way it's possible. I'm going to offer a little book at the end, magazine at the end, why you need the Holy Spirit of God. It is critical that you get this information because you're never going to overcome sin. You're never going to get the victory over sin without the Holy Spirit of God. And this little publication will tell you how to receive the Holy Spirit of God. There is a process for receiving the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God just doesn't fall upon you because you say, I love Jesus. Or because you go down to the altar and give your hand to the preacher and your heart to the Lord. No. There's a way to receive the Holy Spirit of God. And this publication will tell you how. And you need that publication. But, you know, you've got to master sin. Now, is this what you hear in church? Well, no, I don't think so. You hear things like, well, Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. You hear grace plus nothing. You hear just believe. You hear uh, the law's been abolished. Uh, the law's been fulfilled uh, just give your heart to the Lord just enter in fact I, I just read a publication just recently a religious publication that said talking about sin it's talking about the war is over that once you accept Christ as your personal Savior the war is over that's the biggest bunch of hogwash and nonsense I ever heard in my life let me tell you something when you enter into a relationship with God the war has just begun it's not over it's far from being over. It'll be over when you die. But overcoming is a process. You know, you don't, you don't get hooked on sin, you know, addicted to sin for, you know, for 20 years, and then all of a sudden just walk away from it. And just because you enter into a relationship with God, and, and even if when you receive the Spirit of God, it's still a battle. But it is the power of the Holy Spirit that gives you the victory and that enables you to be an overcomer. be a winner at life instead of a loser you must master sin through the power of the holy spirit listen to this offer and
0: i'll be right back is it possible for you to stop an addiction that is destroying your life jesus told a woman caught in the sin of adultery to go and sin no more It's only possible if you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of you. Learn the step-by-step process for receiving the Spirit of God. Order your two free magazines, Why You Need the Spirit of God and Should You Be Baptized. Having the Spirit of God makes the impossible possible. Order by writing to Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151 that's Church of God Rocky Mount 27 Brookledge Lane Rocky Mount Virginia 24151 also check us out on the web at is that really Bible dot-com okay first John four and verse four there's a scripture that I
1: love it says this it says you are of God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Now, who is this that is in you? Well, it's talking about God and God being inside of you, Christ, the Holy Spirit being inside of you. And that Holy Spirit is greater than all the obstacles that are out there that can drag you down, bring you down, and cause you to return to a life of sin. You see, without the Holy Spirit of God, This world will eat, it will eat your lunch, it will chew you up and spit you out without the Holy Spirit of God. It's a lost cause without the Holy Spirit of God. You need this publication. I want you to order this and find out how to receive, why you need the Spirit of God and how to receive it. It is critical that you get this. It says right here, now if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. You need the spirit of God. Order this material. I'll send it to you free of charge. No cost. I won't beg you for money. I won't sell your name to a mailing list. I won't bug you. You order that, that's what you get. And I won't keep harassing you or anything like that. And I won't sell your name to a mailing list and beg you for money. It's free. Order it today. And remember, The most critical issue that you're up against right now, the thing that you are lacking in your life, is the Holy Spirit of God, and you can find out how to receive it. And that's what's really in your Bible.
0: If you would like a free DVD recording of this program that you can share with friends and loved ones, write to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. And be sure to mention the title of this program, This program has been paid for by the tithes and offerings of the Church of God Rocky Mount and friends of this ministry. If you have been challenged by listening to this program, then consider that a great blessing. You can visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net. It is the support of people like you that make this ministry possible. If you have been blessed by this understanding given to you today, then consider making a donation by writing to Church of God Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. That's Church of God, Rocky Mount, 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151.